got some good news. Remember when we were re-recording seasons one and two? Well, we have Mindy McCready re-recorded with Jake now available on our Spotify feed. So if you scroll back to season two, I believe it was episode six or seven there. Mindy McCready, she was a country star for a time. And uh, I mean, honestly, had a pretty short career before things started really spiraling downwards for her. That story with updated information, more stuff from Jake available now. So scroll on back to season two or type it into your search bar. uh, Death by Music podcast, Mindy McCready. Now on with today's episode. We're going to go ahead and continue where we left off last week. We were talking about Macho Man Randy Savage's rap album. And in the article, it mentioned Bubba the Love Sponge, which... You guys, I mean, if you listen to the radio, you might have heard his show or heard of his show. He was a shock jock from Florida, and he was always doing outrageous shit. And I knew his show got canceled for something that was pretty scandalous. I did not realize it involved Hulk Hogan, so fuck it. We're going to talk about it. Cool. So today's article is from the Daily Mail, and it's by Matthew Wright from 2018. So, Jake, if you want to spearhead this one, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you better go listen to that. Uh, We were just actually checking out some of Macho Man's rap songs, one of them called Be a Man, and it straight up calls out Hulk Hogan by name. The whole song is just Uh talking shit to Hulk Hogan for being a bitch. Because I guess on Bubba's (laughs) radio show, all they did was call out Randy Savage. Um, and I, his show wasn't just in Florida. It was syndicated all over America. Because okay, so, so if everywhere. it was just in Florida, then like, who cares? Like, fuck those nerds. <laughs> right. But but it was syndicated so you could get it, you know, all over the place. Right. It, yeah. That's it, not it's not terrible. It, it's not like remember when we did the Ramones episode mm-hmm. and Dee Dee put out that yeah. rap album. But it was yeah. like, did you try to listen to any of that? Uh, no. <laughs> You're probably better off for it. I did it just out of morbid curiosity. Not great. That one came out in the 80s, I do believe, um, or very yeah. early 90s. Macho Man not being a rapper just like Dee Dee, I, I think he, he kind of had the upper hand on, on Dee Dee there a little bit. Yeah. As far as, uh, you know. But yeah, the, the whole thing's up on Spotify. The album's up there. If you guys want to listen to it, check How it out. S- it's 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 not bad. How many songs does it have? I think it was like 15 or something. It was like wow. a full, full okay. fucking album. Damn. But uh, yeah, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, you should probably know that you're listening to Death by Music podcast. So mm-hmm. go search that and find that episode. Uh, of course, I'm Jake, and I'm here with Alex. Uh, coming Hello. at you with another mini, I guess technically part two of last week's episode. Well, it's a different story, but it goes more in depth on the Hulk Hogan Coincides, side of things. Coincides, yeah. Yeah, which That's the Hulk Hogan side of things sounds crazy. I can't wait. All right, Jake, take it away. <laughs> Uh, this yeah, yeah again from the Daily Mail. Uh, the title is "The Downfall of Bubba the Love Sponge: How Infamous Shock Jock Went from the King of Florida Radio to Borrowing Money from Neighbors for Bills After Hulk Hogan and Rating Scandals." Bubba the Love Sponge was once Florida's boisterous equivalent to Howard Stern, hosting one of the state's largest radio shows and making up to two million a year. Wow! You don't make money like that in radio. Not in the radio, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, But his place among the radio elite came to a screeching halt after he was involved in a Nielsen rating scandal and secretly filmed former best friend, uh, wrestling icon Hulk Hogan, having sex with his wife. With his wife or with his wife? Hogan's wife or his wife, right. 
Uh, there's really nothing you can say to take me down further than I already am, he explained to the Tampa Bay Times in, a, in an extensive interview. Once a beacon on FM radio across the country, Bubba is now doing shows in the on the considerably considerably smaller FM ninety eight point three in uh, what is that Pinellas County? I guess in Tampa, uh, he's now an AM eight twenty. Uh, oh, so he's he's just slowly uh, going down that ladder there. <laughs> in Tampa, he's now on AM eight twenty and still has thousands of listeners online through BubbaArmyRadio.com. Well, I guess that's one transition you can make. I mean, if you can find sponsors. Yeah, or, you know, people listen to us. We don't have sponsors. We don't make money. That's not a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. Um, his downfall began, uh, began with a decision to betray his friend, wrestler Hulk Hogan, having sex with the DJ's wife. Oh. All right. Uh, Heather Clem, while the wrestler stayed in their home's guest suite in 2006. Was this, like... What did he set this up, or did he think there was something going on between the two and decided to catch them in the act? Um, I have questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, for years, all was quiet until the tape leaked in was published by now defunct gossip site Gawker. Well, I don't think it was a planned release, maybe by him. We'll find but, out. Uh, but why uh, did he record it? Just so he knows? Oh, that's just, that's a lot. Yeah, the leak resulted in Bubba getting fired and Hogan winning a record-breaking $140 million from Gawker, which resulted in its closure. Oh, wow. Okay, so How this isn't like... How uh, this? This isn't like some of the other uh, tape leaks that we've oh, no, talked about. Oh, no, because those were mostly concerned with women and they didn't give a fuck. They were like, well, you shouldn't be a slut. Oh, well... <laughs> I, I wonder if they, well, also in those ones, they, they somehow snake their way around saying like, oh, yeah, we legitimately got this tape. So I wonder if Gawker got their hands on it and they were able to prove that it was illegitimately uh, acquired. It doesn't matter because the, the Pamela Anderson and uh, Tommy Lee tape was not legally acquired. That one was stolen, wasn't it? It was that's stolen what they were, that's from what they their claim, fucking house. Claiming? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody broke in and stole the fucking tape. That's literally what happened. Yeah. So the fact that uh, Playboy never got shut down is fucking like, what the fuck? Right. It just pisses me off. Whatever. Moving on. Hogan has moves in the work against other parties, but has taken no legal action against his former pal. Back in 2006, Bubba secretly recorded Hulk Hogan having sex with the DJ's wife, Heather Clem, while the wrestlers stayed in their guest suite. In late July, Bubba reached a settlement for a ratings tampering lawsuit from Nielsen. In 2015, the lawsuit had been asking for $1 million. Bubba was said to have texted a Nielsen panelist, I need you more than ever, while working with Tampa's uh, WBRN-FM 98.7. Ooh, that's not allowed. Yeah, so if anybody doesn't know how the way how Nielsen ratings work, you may have gotten uh, something in your mail at any point in your life that is asking you to basically wear a monitor it's kind of it probably looks like a smartwatch nowadays or like a like a beeper or pager um and so you just wear this thing and it collects any data from any radio stations that you're listening all of the streams are encoded with this like sub audible tone and please forgive me if i'm not getting all the technical aspects correct on this Ooh. Uh, I mean, he who shall not be named. Better don't bleep that out. Don't come at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it can pick up what stations you're listening to. 
and then it collects data for those stations and that's how we get the ratings mm -hmm. and these monitors they get sent out to people like you have to agree to do it they'll pay you money to do it and yeah. you are not allowed to have a relationship with anybody in radio or tv and if you do if you have friends if you have family you are not eligible it's all outlined in that letter there because then you can start taking bribes and people there's a lot of money on the line here mm -hmm. and so you cannot have a relationship so i've had some people like like i've had friends i'm pretty sure cassie has gotten a nielsen thing before and she's not allowed to accept it because she has so many friends in radio right and like if I were to go to her knowing she has a monitor and say, hey, can you just put our station on all day long? That affects our ratings and giant companies make business deals based on those ratings. So if those numbers are fake or if they are influenced in any way by the station, highly illegal. Mm -hmm. So that's what sounds like he knew somebody who had a meter and was like, all right, let's go listen to our shit. That's super unethical yeah I, I'm, I'm curious i wonder how that worked 20 years ago if they had a similar device or if I there's some other way i think so Cause I, i've had friends do the tv version of it and i think you just had to basically log like a little log book and you yeah. just anytime you sat down and was looking at something you they have two separate ways of doing this and the meters are i would say more accurate the other probably more modern yeah well i mean when i was in florida we had journals we didn't, okay. but the people who were down there had journals and yeah, yeah. at the end of like every week or whatever, they're supposed to write down what stations they listen to and for how long. And that's why in some markets it is drilled into your fucking head what station you're listening to. Like they're not going to go more than five minutes without saying it. Oh, yeah. When, when I was in Daytona at that station, we had to say the, the name of the station at the top and the bottom of each break that we did. Isn't, so, it, isn't it also required at least once an hour by law for radio stuff? That's the legal ID. So that's a recorded thing that plays at the top of the hour and it says the call letters. Uh -huh. So that is required by law. But okay. but when somebody's like, you can kind of tell what kind of market you're in if they don't shut the fuck up about what station you're listening to. Like they say it seven times while they're talking. That's a journal market. And they're saying it so many times because they want you to remember which station it is and write it down. Where we were in Florida, there were two stations that had similar names, and this. So it was I was at the Hog, which mm -hmm. is Daytona's rock station. Right. And the there were some people there that got like fired or whatever, and so they broke off and started their own station. Like that whole morning team or whoever it was moved over and started Rock of Daytona, and everybody got them mixed up. I got in a fucking fight with a woman at a bar once because she was like, "Where do you work?" And I was like, "The Hog," and she was like. I know someone who works there and I was like, who is it? And she said some girl's name and I was like, no, no, there's nobody there by that name. And she was like, fuck you. Yes, they are. You're a liar. You don't fucking work there. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? <laughs> and so I pulled up. I was like, I bet this woman works at Rock of Daytona. So I pulled up the other radio station and I was like, here, she works here. And she was like, that's what I said. And I was like, no, it's not. You said she worked where I work and I know where I work. And I said the hog and she doesn't work there. So fuck you. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. It was crazy. But everybody got the two mixed up. So we would always get in trouble if we didn't say the station's name enough. Mm -hmm. And it just ruins everything that you're talking about when you're constantly like 95.7 the hog. We're doing this, that and the other. And uh, it's 95.7 the hog. And um, we're going to be here on Saturday. And uh, you're listening to 95.7 the hog. Like That's fucking suck. shut up. It's so <laughs> annoying. 
So hopefully everybody gets meters because then you don't have to say shit. Right. Because it'll automatically record which station it is. Yeah. Anyways, it's less annoying. All right. All right yeah, I don't so, know where the fuck we were in this story. Yeah, but. no, after after Bubba's uh, Nielsen debacle, uh, since then he has lost stations in, uh, I'm going to say, Oklahoma, Orlando, and even in Reno, Ocala. Nevada. Ocala, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, he even joked with Stern that he'd lost his house. Someone told me you're living in a trailer, Stern asked on his show. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I lost my house, Bubba replied. I lost it. Million dollar legal fee on this uh, other who done it that I did. Uh, in fact, Bubba still owns his St. Petersburg estate. He okay. listed it uh, the sixth. Wow, geez. He listed the six thousand three hundred and sixty seven square foot home up for sale for a hefty one point three million. The home is practically empty, with a majority of Bubba's possessions fitting inside boxes that are stored in the garage, along with a copy of his federal trademark on the 12 Boobs of Christmas. Uh, records indicate that the 52-year-old, whose birth name is Todd Clem, owes $47,000 in past due property taxes and an additional 200000 to the IRS as of August 2018. In September, Bubba tried to put the mansion up for auction starting at $900,000, but got no bids on the home. He had to give away his rescue pit bull 10-year-old peaches because he couldn't afford to take care of her. What? This is hard for me to admit, but I've had my water turned off, he explained. I had to go to my neighbor, Richard Fabrizi, uh, just to borrow a few hundred bucks to get it turned on. Bub admits to not being financially smart about his money and blowing millions while losing the rest, paying for his divorce and lawyers. He added, if someone would just put me on a real sexy station, you'd see... It would be the biggest comeback of all time. Sounds a little, uh, little delusional there. <laughs> uh, the sentiment was shared by co-host Mike Manson Waters, who felt that Bubba could be in store for an epic comeback. The show's better than it's ever been, he stated, but we've been pretty much burned through all the major radio companies in this town. Bubba has taken responsibility for his role in both the Nielsen scandal and the betrayal of his best friend. Was it not a betrayal of his <clears throat> wife, or was it who betrayed? I mean... I, I don't like know what betrayals. that whole situation is. That's a little uh, awkward for one. And uh, did Hulk Hogan apologize for fucking the dude's wife? Uh, no, he got a bunch of money though. And I'm pretty apparently. sure he's still married. I was gonna say I think he might have been married at that time. I don't know. Yeah. Oh shit! Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking of Linda Hogan. He would he divorced her in 2009. Then he was married from 2010 to 2021. To a Jennifer McDaniel. So he was married at the time of this. I was going to say, because this was still early 2000s then. Uh, oh, when did they say that he filmed? Oh, shit. Okay, 2006. So he was yeah. with Linda for three more years, and then they broke up, and then he got married again. I'm okay. sure this might be a part of why they broke up. Yeah, I would, I would think. The personality shared his disdain with his show's prominence and blamed one crucial party... Bubba's show in turn turned employee Mike Calta. Bubba claims that Calta, who took Bubba's coveted morning time slot after the host was fired, and Matt Lloyd, known as Spice Boys, uh, Spice Spice Boy, leaked that leaked the Hogan sex tape so that he would lose his job. What Why? are they doing with the tape? Yeah, how do they even have access to it and know about it? Yeah, you can't know about you need, a like, tape. Just that's... like bringing it to work and being like, "Hey guys, look." Check this out. Uh, Calta, Lloyd, and Cox Radio, Inc. Uh, are all listed as defendants in the current lawsuit brought by Hogan. 
uh, which also mentions the wrestler's use of the N-word. I vaguely recall that. He alleges that Carlton and Lloyd used Hogan as a way to get back at Bubba while all three worked at Cox's uh, 102.5 The Bone. Wow, not surprised he was on that station. Right. Calta was found to have sent several 2012 emails to his agent, Tony Burton, with clear instructions on how to get the uh, material to Gawkers anonymously. Okay, but it's not anonymous if you have documented proof of you telling someone to do it. <laughs> you can't. Right. You got to erase that stuff, guys. Come on. Don't even send it in a fucking email. Have a conversation with the guy in person. <laughs> Well, that's better. That I was going to say send snail mail, but that's still written down. Still written down. God damn <laughs> At least it. you can burn doing that, I mean. crimes. Then stop fucking making a paper trail. <laughs> uh, Lloyd, on the other hand, is said to have sold clips to both TMZ and TheDirty.com. After Gawker's release of the tape, Lloyd was said to have enlisted Los Angeles attorney Keith Davidson in an effort to extort $300,000 from Hogan for the N-word usage. Jesus. Now this part, at that I do vaguely re- remember yeah. something, some video, I'm assuming the video clip was from this, obviously, because we're talking about it, that where he threw that word out and everybody was like, that's not Hulk Hogan, that's like he's he's not that type of person, but you know, he just happens, I don't remember all the circumstances behind it, but. Uh, Tampa police became involved once Bubba started getting alarming tweets from an anonymous source prompting the officers to speak to Lloyd. According to a police report, Lloyd admitted that he wanted Bubba to squirm and added that he is a very bad man and has a lot of connections. I have seen him uh, make a phone call and get people arrested. It was concluded that Lloyd stole the DVDs from Bubba's office. His uh, office? Why are they in What's he doing office? in your office? Uh, but Hills- Hillsborough County prosecutors didn't file any charges against him. Hogan blames Cox, which owns 61 stations, of fostering Tampa's shock jock culture and the sordid history of unlawful activity, resentment, and desire for revenge. A lot of quotes in that sentence. Bub is watching the case very closely, hoping Calta gets axed from Cox because of the role he played. I've lost pretty much my entire radio business, and he's got my show. I can't, he said. Accepting his own own role, Bubba feels that Calta got away easy. Bubba added... If I've been dealt this hand, I should be the only. I shouldn't be the only one. Maybe both of us deserve to be done. Today, the radio personality spends almost every weekend at the Bubba Raceway Park in Okay, what was it? Ocala. Ocala. Okay, he's got his own raceway now. He bought this uh, raceway. I thought he didn't have any money, so a driver no. named Tyler could practice. Who knows? Go, go, Tyler. Um, while it doesn't bring in a lot of money, Bubba uh, does make a hefty profit on Saturdays when a couple hundred people pay $14 to, <laughs> to watch, watch races. races. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. Uh, he drives a tractor around the track for hours in an effort to make the dirt suitable for race. Okay, it's a dirt track. I can see that, especially down, down south. Uh, he calls it an art form. Yes, dragging that dirt machine behind the tractor. Okay. Uh, his foundation, named after him, helps raise money for families of slain officers. Okay, that's 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 fine. Um, I have about ten families I'm responsible for. Bubba said of his current work, there is a tremendous amount of pressure. Yeah, that's the end of the article. Okay, Random. I guess it's nice he's doing charity stuff. Well, yeah, I'm, there, you you can't. There's not a you can't ton slam of, him on that, but uh, there's not a ton of money in that though. And if you're, I don't know, my thought would be if you need money for yourself uh, I guess that's a very kind way to go about doing it because it's going to be a slow road um, right 
Because if you want people to give you money, you probably want to keep it, right? Like all of it. <laughs> that that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's a problem with with charities and stuff like that. So I mean, I, I hope somebody's keeping tabs on them and and keeping them honest on that side of it. And uh, what a shame to have made that much money as a fucking radio host and not put any which away. Which is damn near impossible. Oh, like you're you're literally. you're in the top like half percentile of of DJs ever if yeah. you're making that kind of money. I would assume. Yeah, he's probably the only one who's right under Howard Stern, and then the rest of us are making fucking <laughs> you know. I don't even want to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Uh, okay, so, yeah, it was Bubba's wife that he was having sex with. And they did not stay together, I obviously. wonder what she looks like. No, I don't. Um, I'm just she's kidding. She's definitely not Hulk Hogan's type, that's for sure, because I looked up while you were oh, reading you? this. Yeah, I looked up. Uh, the, what she was, was her name again? Heather Clem. So Heather Clem is a good-looking lady. She has long brown hair, and Hulk Hogan historically only... Ah. So she's not wife material for him because he historically only marries women who look like him and uh, his daughter because he was married to Linda for a while. She had the bleach blonde hair, too. She looks just like him. And then the next (laughs) chick was Jennifer McDaniel, (laughs) who also looks just like a newer model of Linda, and then his next wife, who he's currently married to now, Sky Daly, just looks like a newer model of those two. So hey, upgrades people, upgrades. He's definitely, he's definitely got a type. Right. Yeah. And they're girls who look exactly like his daughter. It's really fucking weird. So no, Bubba's wife was not really his type, but you know she was attractive. She's not bad looking at all. Whatever. I don't know. They're not together anymore. Next, we're gonna hit. For our next mini episode, we're going to hit a story that was sent to me by Kathleen. That's kind of a continuation of the disco demolition thing we did a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, she did comment on that. Yeah, so I think it'll be pretty fun. Stay tuned. We will talk about that next Monday. And I think by the time this comes out, on or about this day, yeah, our third episode or our second episode of season six should be out from Joseph Ballone. So that's our February episode this year. Oh yeah, we did do that, didn't we? It's a good one. And I hope you guys <laughs> listen to it. Mindy McCready on or about this date as well. A re-record from season two. Right. So go check those out. Thanks for listening. If you want to find us on Facebook, search for Death by Music Podcast fans. You can comment in the group and suggest stuff as well. Rest in peace. Later. Death by Music podcast is written and produced by Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.